Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode five of the Creative Exponent. And in this one, yeah, yay! (laughs) We've made it to episode five. And actually, we should take a second to thank everybody who has been listening because there are a lot of you and that's know, so encouraging to so us. Exciting. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about not waiting until everything is perfect mm-hmm. to do whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you want to <laughs> do. So I think we're going to talk about it in terms specifically, you know, in the creative world, but sure. gosh, this goes for everything, mm-hmm. you know, Really? Don't yeah, you think? Yeah, it does. I mean, you know, we, <laughs> which we, we are not the people I don't think that struggle as, as much with this. Um, Cause we're just sort of, let's just, let's just go. We'll just change the tire on the car while it's moving, which is what one of my business <laughs> partners says all the time. And it's so funny, but it's true. It's like, let's just, we'll figure this thing out, you know, as we're, as we're moving, but it is super tempting. Um, especially I think the longer, well, at two points, at the very beginning, before you actually decide, okay, I'm going to put my creativity out into the world. So that that moment, and then maybe as your business or as your creative work is more established after you've shared it with a larger audience, we tend to then begin to kind of overanalyze, well, now that I've got a, an audience that I'm sharing this with, can I share this now? Does it have to be perfect? You know, what do we need to do to make sure it's just right before I do this thing, you know? Right. Yeah. And I, I agree. Neither of us are like, neither of us are perfectionists. And for those who have followed us on our blogs, they know, like, we're really okay with putting stuff out there. That's not a hundred percent polished or finished. And, um, and I think that's one of the charms of blogging, or at least I'll say, it's still a charm of blogging, but it used to be more so where yes, you were following definitely. people in very real time. Yeah. You were following them as they were learning. And so there was just kind of this scrappy charm to it. Right. <laughs> Whereas well, yeah. now it's much more like it's this professional industry. And so everything is so much more yeah. polished than it used to be. And I think for people who are just starting out, there's a lot more pressure for it to be perfect. Totally. Well, I mean, just look at, you know, Instagram feeds now, you know, look at, um, look at websites when they launch, you know, things are a lot tighter. They're a lot, um, they're a lot cleaner. Everybody's, you know, we talk about this in some of our courses, but there's a color story, you know, everything is, and look, we, we did that too, even, even with our brand now. Um, but you know, it's, about when we're talking about your creativity, no matter what. Now, if you if you are a perfectionist and you really do, you know, let's say that you are an artist of some kind and you you want to launch, you know, your work out into the world. You know, you do want to share it with a larger audience. I'm not, you know, neither one of us are saying don't, you know, be professional if you want to and don't get some things going in the right direction before you before you launch it. But think what we are saying is don't let perfection paralyze you. Don't, 
yeah. wait so long, you know, for it to be, you know, reach this level that you've got in your mind that you don't really ever start. Um, and yeah. that's a, that's a danger for sure. It's easy to and do. And there are so many that uh, people who are perfectionists, you guys know, just, you're like, well, I can't start before I have all the gear, before mm-hmm. I have all of the, you know, I, I've got to have everything in place yeah. and perfect before I can start whatever. Um, yeah. so yeah, I, so we're speaking a lot to those people who struggle with that perfectionism and it's gotta be just right before you get going. But I think even people who aren't so much perfectionists, that's kind of, there's this tendency to, you know, kind of use some stall tactics. Yeah. Well, I can't, totally. you know, like I can't start painting until I have, a full hour to devote to it every right. day. And if I don't right. have that, if I only have 30 minutes, then that's, I can't do, enough. I just yep. can't get my groove. I can't do anything worthwhile. And I know I'll do that to some extent, like mm-hmm. with just something totally non-creative and exciting. Um, like with a diet that it's always like, <laughs> I've got to wait till the conditions are perfect. Are perfect. If there's a birth birthday coming up this week nope. or if there's, you know, anything. So it turns into like this, like, well, this month is not a good month right. to start. This so I'll start year, next 2019 month. is just right. not going to work. <laughs> there's too many birthdays and right. holidays in 2019. Right. So I'll start in 2020. Yeah. So it's, I, I can kind of get into that to mm. a certain extent. Um, and I can get. I think when it comes to creativity, I can get a little snobby about supplies sometimes yep. that like, <laughs> yep. well, now mm. I've got, especially when I learn about some new supply or paint, well, now I can't do it till I've got this, right. you know, <laughs> this X, Y, Z paint, then I, then I can really get started. So, yep. yeah. So I think, um, so some of the points that we want to drive home on this, because what we want to encourage you to do is to start before things are perfect to mm-hmm. just get it going. And yeah. then, um, like Shauna was saying, just figure it out along the way. Just, yeah, just work, work it out, let it go. And one of, one of my main points for that is that there is such a joy in allowing people to be a part of your story and allowing them to join you mm-hmm. as as things unfold, um, there's like, we've talked about in the sharing, there's sort of this, um, it, you have a more compelling reason to share because you have this audience that's following you. Um, people cheering you on and supporting you. You're also getting this great real time feedback. You know, you think about Mm -hmm. people who, um, before you could have this real time feedback, they would work on projects for like, you know, it could be this like two or three year movie project, let's right. say, and then they don't get any feedback no on feedback. it until actually <laughs> a live audience views it. <laughs> right. And that's why there are so many duds in the history of oh movies, gosh, I think. That's true. Whereas what a difference if they could get some live feedback. So mm-hmm. I think um, allowing people to join you as your story unfolds is is so important. And I actually, it was just purely coincidental, but I happened to, on my walk this morning, mm-hmm. I listened to audiobooks and podcasts and stuff. It's kind of when I do some of She's my learning time. <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah. I love, I, I need a lot of input. Me it just too. really 
helps me, me creatively. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm listening to a book um, called Creativity Inc. It's by Ed Catmull, mm-hmm. and it's he is um, or was the president of Pixar, and he's sharing kind of the story of Pixar and all. It's it's the book is actually different than I thought it would be. I'm, I know I really want to anyway. read it. <laughs> it's been good. It's been interesting just hearing about the story. Um, and today he was talking about when they were working on a computer animated short and it was just such a, it was so novel that people weren't even really interested in it because it just didn't, it seemed like so out there. Yeah. Yeah. It was so crazy and people didn't think it was possible. So anyway, they released this, they worked on this like two minute short animated story and they were releasing it at, um, a computer graphics conference and it was only two minutes and they had like eight months to work on it. But even still, because it was so they were, they were figuring it right. out as they went along, yeah. they ran out of time. They came across all these problems and everything and they ran out of time. So what they released at this conference was this half done two minute animated mm-hmm. story. And so parts of it were fully colored and animated. And then parts of it were just this sort of, um, you know, sort of the framework where right. you can just, you, it's not fully colored. It's not fully fleshed out. So it kind of went back and forth from finished to unfinished. And of course they're watching it and just sort of feeling very embarrassed and horrified at this, you know, (laughs) revealing this half finished (laughs) work to all of, you know, their peers in the industry and all their colleagues and Mm -hmm. everything. But what happened is um, the response was fantastic to it. And people said the story was so compelling that we didn't even notice when it went from fully colored to this unfinished framework because we just were interested in the story. And, and so he actually said, um, visual polish doesn't matter if you're getting the story right. Which I love by the way, man, love that. (laughs) I just made like a Muppet noise. I don't know what happened. I can't even do it. I can't even reproduce it. I know. It's like a throat gurgle. I don't know what happened. But anyway, um, (laughs) yeah, it was such a good, such a good quote. I stopped and wrote it down um, on my walk. That is a good one. Very good. Annoyed my dog because he had to wait (laughs) for me. But um, but yeah, visual polish doesn't matter if you're getting this story right. And I, I was like, how true is that on blogging, on yep. social media, on your own creative journey. Like if the why is compelling, if yep. the story, the overarching story is compelling, then it just doesn't matter if it's not finished or polished. Right. Exactly. Well, we talk about that a lot, even just us personally, but you know, in in some of our courses, you know, I think it's, um, you know, when we talk about brand voice, we really do focus on story and, you know, building language and, you know, and how... How do we communicate to people why we care about what we care about and, and how we're like them, you know? And so our creativity, um, whether it's a business or it's just, you know, creative work in general, we're, you know, we are telling a story. We are. And so, yeah. and it's, you know, it's interesting, I, you know, in, in business coaching and, um, you know, even, even with our team, you know, you just see people all the time. We get so hung up on details, you know, that it can be Mm -hmm. months and months of, um, (laughs) 
<laughs> I was just thinking, we're not like creating a prototype for a 757 here, you know, like we're, right. it's, or it's not going to be used in surgery, you know, nobody's life. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> You know what I mean. That's what I'm saying. It's like we're not, this is not brain surgery, some of these things that we're talking about. So, you know, I do get that there are, you know, different products that have to go through um, rigorous testing and, you know, a long process. But when we're talking. Please don't take off. Please don't fly an airplane before you're ready. (laughs) Please, please don't. Don't do that. Don't no, do that. no, but you know, when don't practice medicine before you're ready. <laughs> exactly. That's not what we're talking about. But you know, when we're talking about your creativity, that really, man, it can it can hang up the process to the point where then, and this is what I've seen or felt is that when that does happen, and we do start really, really, I don't know, striving for absolute perfection. It's usually in the presentation of whatever it is, whatever the thing is, if it's content, yes. if it's, um, you know, if it's a, a site to, you know, to be able to sell our products on, um, whether it's, you know, branding, whatever this, the thing, it's presentation gets in the way of the actual, um, the actual product or service. And, you know, the truth is, is that you're going here. Okay, here's a hard truth. No matter how perfect you get it right now, um, we, we're just going to look up in five years and we're going to need to retweak something or something's not going to be right. It's not actually yeah. all going to be perfect, period, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's sort of that trap and that, um, which I think I've referenced this in one of our other episodes, but it's that, you know, life is sort of a, or maybe we talked about it on Instagram one day, but you know, it's, it is a series of runways. We're on these runways. Yeah, that was on on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and we're, you know, we're in this, we're becoming as, as we're on this runway, we're never really standing still, even when we feel like we are. And so, you know, all those runways are doing is sort of prepping us for these big, you know, these big moments where we take a step, we take off, you know, and really the only choice at the end of those runways is to, to take off or get on another runway, you know, and right. Or, or crash. Sure. Or (laughs) drive into a wall. (laughs) Right. Let's not do that. No, no. But yeah, I think that's, that's it. We're, when we're so centered on, um, you know, we've got to have this list A through F to be completed and checked off, you know, before we can hit go. It's, man, it's just going to get in the way. It's really going to get in the way, um, you know, of of your creativity. And I would say yeah. then the process becomes so frustrating because as a creative, um, once you've embraced that, you really are thinking ahead. You're thinking big, you're dreaming, you're planning, you're goal setting, and it does stifle you. And that process of really trying to make it perfect, it will, um, it'll take your creative energy away. It really will. Um, so you've either got to have yeah. a team of people around you who are handling some of that back and forth detail, or you know, if it's just you individually, you got to give yourself a little grace and permission to start before before you think it's quite done and perfect yeah. and finished. You know, just get it going, get it get it moving. Yeah. So on a personal level, I've kind of been um, uh, feeling a little convicted about this. Not you know, it, it's a creative conviction, not like a soul moral <laughs> dilemma okay. or anything like just that. To but be clear. 
Yeah, but in that, so I'm heading to um, Europe again in a in a few weeks. I went last year. It was so mm-hmm. it was so awesome, and one of my just one of my dreams to do while I was there was to take as much time as I could and just sit and sketch and do some watercolors, kind of do like a travel journal. Yeah, and oh, um, be so fun. I. I, okay, yeah, it would be really fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would. Sorry, but, I'm probably not helping. <laughs> yeah, so in the I was there last year for like 10 days. I ended up doing one pencil sketch that I mm-hmm. never even finished in watercolor. Mm-hmm. And I brought like probably three or four pounds of supplies with me oh to be gosh. able to do this. Yeah. And I then I didn't even like do it. Yeah. And the reason being is because I had just decided they were going to be bad before mm. I even put the pencil to the paper and tried it, Mm -hmm. I just decided it was going to be bad. So I never did it. And I kept like stalling and kind of making excuses. And it was funny Mm because I was traveling with my mom and she kept saying like, well, yeah, well, let's, you've always, you talked about sitting and sketching and how you wanted, why don't we do that? Mm -hmm. No, let's, let's keep walking. No, (laughs) let's keep, no, I want to see this. So it's like, I kind of made excuses so I didn't have to do that. So anyway, it's, it's approaching again. I'm going to be leaving in a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. and this is kind of hanging over my head again that this is something I really want to do, but I already feel like it's going to be bad. Oh and my so gosh. I know. So I'm do now like, okay. Anyway, I know. I'm so this is, this is for me too. This is trip. Hey, how are those sketches you, coming along? Yes, you do. No, I you will. Do. I, Don't you that's worry. What, <laughs> I'm not judging. <laughs> it's like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Shauna texting. Where's your... Show me your sketchbook. So I I know I need to do that. And I've decided I am. And I need to, um, leading up to it. So I have a couple of weeks. I'm going to practice some, you know, sketching, architectural sketching from life. And it's funny what, it's the straight lines. And it's also putting people in the Mm -hmm. sketches. Because I'm afraid they'll be completely out of proportion. And the Mm -hmm. straight lines won't be straight. They'll be all, anyway. This is so, so great that you're, be- this is real time counseling here. Okay. So, <laughs> so let me ask you a question then. What, okay. What is the worst thing that would happen if they were crooked and if the people look I like know. they had melon heads, you know, <laughs> like what's the worst thing that could happen? You know, I, yeah, I will, um, I, I'll hate it and I'll feel like I'm, not good. Right. I'm not good enough. Do you think you, know, you I would think, still enjoy it though, as you were doing it? Um, I, I do. I think it's the kind of thing in the moment I probably would be berating myself, but then okay. afterwards I would be glad that I did it. So mm-hmm. I think there's also, there's this really stupid thing that I've had for years and years. We'll have to talk about this when we talk about journaling, but I didn't journal for a long time or really do anything in sketchbooks. Cause I had this fear that like somewhere along the line, somebody would find would it find later it. and would be like, Oh my gosh, what is what, you know, what, what's, what's with wrong? all of this? <laughs> right. What's, wrong, what's wrong with her? <laughs> what are with all, you know, so yeah, it's this very, just being very critical of myself. So Gosh, we're so that way. I mean, look, okay. Yeah. Think about it just like this in terms of, um, you know, okay. Women do this a ton with their bodies, right? I mean, everybody's obsessed about, I don't know, whatever the one <laughs> dimple of cellulite you've got on your butt or you've got, you know, your nose is a little crooked or whatever the thing is. 
And it's like, as you're in the grocery store, now I'm not saying that there are no humans out there that, um, that do tend to pick people apart, but, um, you know, I would say that 90 something percent of us, we're about our own, whatever we've got to do. And we're not walking around like, oh gosh, that nose on that girl. Let me <laughs> chew on that for a minute. Or like the beach, you know, everybody's obsessed yeah. about those imperfections in their body. And then you get out on the beach and it's like, everyone's just trying to keep their children calm, but having fun and not throwing sand on each other. You know, right. no one's really right. assessing everyone else in this overly critical way. And so it's the same, I think, with our creativity. We we do, and I do it too. We put that kind of pressure on ourselves. And then truthfully, it is so subjective. You know, you may look at it and think it looks a little crooked. I would probably look at it and be like, oh my gosh, look at what you just sketched. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, so it is very subjective and we put these very black and white, you know, boundaries around, around what we create. I do it too. It's, it's just the way it is. Yeah. And I, I think that it's, um, it is compounded by, you know, this is a big, broad conversation, but compounded by just the barrage of perfection that we yeah. do see. Yes. And, and so whether it's in art or in music or whatever, mm-hmm. like we're, you know, we're hearing and we're seeing things that are very process that have been run through a million filters that are put together by this enormous team of people to make it look as good as it looks. And then when we're comparing our own life to that or our own bodies or our work mm-hmm. or whatever, it's, it's like, um, yeah, I, th- I think then we, we judge it far too harshly. So yeah. that is something I'm working on. Like I'm aware of it in myself <laughs> and I'm great. working on, I'm trying Me to too. not not yep. be that way. And it, I don't think it's so much about perfectionism for me. It's just about producing something that is what I envisioned it mm-hmm. to be, like what I wanted it to be. Yep. I think it's kind of comes down to that. Like, yep. Yeah, exactly. Living up to my own expectations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, so back to talking about like, if you're, you know, if you're sharing your work, because I think a lot of people, like they may, like me with their sketchbook, just not Mm -hmm. even create the work. So that's one Mm -hmm. hurdle you have to get over. But the other one is then in sharing it. Um, And we hear this a lot from people who are trying to grow their online audience and trying to to grow their, um, their following that it's, well, I only have like 250 people, so it, it doesn't, you know, <laughs> nobody, it doesn't really matter. Nobody cares. Right. Nobody's waiting for me to post or mm-hmm. anything. What's funny is actually before our Instagram live mm-hmm. last week, I was joking that like, we're going to be about maybe 10 minutes late. I know you guys are all just sitting there with your phones, right. just waiting for us to come on, <laughs> and, you know, just completely being breath. sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody... DM'd me and was like, actually, I am. I am sitting here waiting. (laughs) And I'm like, what a good, you know, because I would never imagine that people are actually sitting there waiting. waiting. I meant it as a total joke, but it's like, so anyway, even if you only have 250 people following you, like, those people, you don't, they are waiting for you to post something. And and so we would encourage you that... um, to serve the people who you have, people mm-hmm. who are following you, to serve them really well, and to, um, as we talked about, kind of in our first point, to allow them to to join you on your yep. journey and allow them to to be a part of your 
story. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, you know, we, we kind of talk about this. We nodded to it, you know, in sharing your creativity. But, you know, if those 250 people were all in your home, you would, you know, waiting on you, you would, you know, you would have a little bit of a different perspective. So remember, just like you are, especially when we're talking about sharing online, just like you are a real person with real emotions and real um, blood, sweat and tears, you know, and, and sweat equity poured into your creativity that you're sharing, they're real people, you know, who are, for whatever reason, really connecting to you and, and are interested in in your work or your process or what you what you have to um to share, what you have in common. And so, you know, as you're as you're getting, let's say it's a new project, you know, or it's it is a completely new, you're getting ready to to put your work out into the world for the first time, you know, keep in mind that the people that you are that you're sharing with, no matter how small that list is, it's um that's who you're serving. That's that's who you're serving. And, you know, it was I think it was one of the Magic Lessons podcasts that we talked about before on our one of our Instagram videos. But, you know, she talked about that, how she tried not to to babysit her work, you know, that the creativity oh, yeah. was so important yep. that she just didn't want to babysit, um, you know, especially she meant uh, like comments on social media and, you know, comments on her blog where she was sharing her writing. But, you know, that that for her it was about, um, was that Glennon Doyle? Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah, she said that. Yeah, that super... you, just, you just can't like follow it around mm-hmm. and make sure everybody likes it. Like going to your going to the first day of kindergarten with your right. kid to make sure that they make friends right. and they play with stuff yep. and everything. Same it's like you've got to just leave and yeah. let them yeah. do their, you know, the day is going to go how it goes. And yeah. so, yeah, and she, well, same she thing's referenced, true with your creations. Right. Yeah, she referenced that, that, you know, we're, you know, we've got to be able to, you know, to to not babysit it and, you know, and and just be able to to serve the people that we're, that, that are already there, you know, that are already um, reading our work or buying our art or interested in the photography we're sharing on Instagram or whatever the discipline is, you know, serving them, you know, again, that keeps your energy up. It really does. When you're thinking about, you know, the faces that are attached to to the product or the service or, you know, the, the creative work, you know, um, it does give you a lot of energy to, to produce, to create. I mean, even today and yesterday waking up, you know, we shared just to, to give you guys, you know, some backstory, we had created a good bit of content, um, you know, before we launched the creative exponent, you know, especially, you know, for the website, you know, we have to have a website, you got to have content, you got to have things up there and, you know, writing for, for, the audience that was to be is very different than waking up today and knowing that, you know, some of you are there and you're reading you're it. You're there. You're yeah, actually there listening. now. And that's a whole different ball game. You know, I'm accountable to that and I'm honored by it, just like Marion. So it's it's the same same thing here. We want to serve, you know, you. And and if if we keep that as our focus, then we're not quite as, as, you know, likely to wait so often for the, the perfect graphic or the perfect, um, you know, 
post to be to be shared, the perfectly yeah. lit photograph. You know, we're going to remember that really this is a story um, about you and this is a story about us. And it's all about these big things we're talking about with creativity. And that's what it's about. It's about yeah. the big stuff and empowering ourselves and recognizing you know, our own abilities and the power of our own creative voice. And it's not so much about how perfectly we present what we're talking about. It's about this, you know, this good stuff that we want to to foster in our, in our lives. Yeah. So definitely, I mean, do, you know, make sure you have good tools, do preparation, sure, do your homework, like all, you know, all of that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And I think also what we're not, we're not saying like just, completely throw yourself into, yeah, (laughs) into it, like, you know, mortgage your house, go, you know, go all in. Like we're, so we're not saying that, like be irresponsible and, um, completely reckless, but we're saying like, like with me and my sketchbook, like don't just, let that sketchbook stay empty. Yeah, don't, don't stay paralyzed. Just, yeah. yeah, don't just um, buy a bunch of canvases and art supplies and never paint. Don't buy a mm-hmm. guitar and never, ever take the lessons or play it. Like right. just, you know, um, you've you've got to start at some time and, and you have to, like we've talked about with um, discovering, like you've got to give that actually I think it was in upholding, like you've got to give that creativity time to grow. And, and actually it helped me a lot. We just sort of mentioned it in upholding how, you know, when you're starting something, it is this little infant, this Mm -hmm. little creative infant. And, and actually having that image, as I was thinking about that, after we talked about it, having that image of like, you know, an infant takes a lot of time to take care mm-hmm. of and you do have to nurture it and let it grow and give it the time to grow. And, um, and I think seeing your creativity like that, it's, it's an infant now, it's a toddler now it's going, you know, it's growing up, it's becoming yep. more confident and independent and, um, it can stand on its own two legs now. So I think when you can, if you can kind of visualize that, it's going to help you, yeah. Accept it for what it is. And um yeah. so yeah, so I'm excited about okay, I'm gonna sketch. Yes, you are and um Joyfully. I commit I do. I commit <laughs> to doing that and yeah. I will even I will commit to sharing it, even if I don't think they're good. I'm gonna share them because it'll oh, be yeah. good incentive I mean, for me to do it. Yes, and even just again, like now I'm like giving you this is if we're on the phone, this is what I would be saying. Even if you okay. <laughs> Even if you are just sharing about the experience, because you know what you, yes, you would love the, you know, the, the beautifully sketched, um, you know, the beautifully drawn sketches. You want that. You want all the straight lines and, and all the things. But you know what you really want is you want that time. You want to know that you sat down uh, on some street in Europe and you yep. sketched these beautiful buildings and you're in this moment immersed in it. So even just sharing the experience of, you know, getting to do that. And, you know, those, those moments are so inspirational, life-giving, encouraging, and it will be for somebody else, you know, I mean, it just will be. So I agree. You're going to do do it. it. You're going to, you're going to rock it. I'm going to do it. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, 
a couple of things to wrap this one up. First of all, we have our first creative contraption that yes, we're going to we highlight did. for you. So we're starting you nice and um, nice and simple, and we are starting with a pencil that's mm-hmm. our favorite pencil. It's a mechanical pencil. It is great. Um, <laughs> It's a fantastic pencil. I've got a lot of people hooked on this pencil. You do. (laughs) My husband, he stole mine. Mm -hmm. We have actually not intense arguments, but arguments about the pencil (laughs) because I bought it with my business money and now he's using it and I'm just... It's like stealing office supplies, (laughs) you know, he needs to buy his own. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's the the Graph Gear 1000. It's by Pentel and it's the 0.5. So Mm -hmm. it's this... It has this tiny little lead. It makes nice, neat little lines. Yep. And actually, I was focused on how I like the way it writes and I like the weight of it and how it mm-hmm. feels, but you focused on the um, some of the functionality of it. Yeah, it's super portable. I mean, for me, like when you go to a, a job site, you know, for, for design and you're sketching, you know, I like that I can clip it to my, um, you know, clip it to my binder or my sketchbook. I like that it retracts, the lead retracts. That was the biggest thing to me is that the yeah. lead retracts into the, the pencil. <laughs> and so, so you're not breaking your lead yeah. in your bag or whatever. It's just sturdy. And it's durable. And it's got a good weight to it in your hand, you know. It's just, I don't know. It's just a great pencil. Yep. How long can it's people got a talk good about grip. a pencil? But you know, I know. We, we're we're we pushing like that boundary right here. We're exploring it. <laughs> um, but the clip is actually, it's like ha- kind of like half an alligator clip. So you can yeah. actually move it. And when you click it, it actually then retracts the lead. And then, mm-hmm. of course, the lead is refillable. The erasers are refillable. So yeah. it's the kind of pencil you can just use Keep. forever and ever until your husband takes it takes from you. It, and then you it. have to get another one. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, if you, if you want to know more about the Graph Gear 1000, which it's not, I know this sounds like a commercial, but it's, it's actually not. It it's, definitely does. Just, we just like <laughs> it. It's just what we're sharing. <laughs> um, you can go to our blog under creative contraptions yeah, and you can get the link to where to purchase it, but you can also like just look at pictures of it and see sure. why we like it so much. Um, and then the other thing is, so we do have an email. It's called hello at creativeexponent.com. True. And we would love to hear from you if you would like to ask us questions about oh, creativity, yeah, creative business. Yep. Yeah, if you just want to share, like maybe talking about like not waiting for perfect, if you mm-hmm. just want to share something about that. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And I think we'll, you know, we'll start sharing some of those emails and stuff um, mm-hmm. on future episodes. So next week we're going to talk about, and we kind of touched on it in this episode, but we're going to talk about how those numbers that you see on social media or on, you know, your subscribe list or your podcast downloads, whatever, that those are real people. (laughs) Public service announcement. They're actual people. They're real. And I'll tell you what, when you're looking at analytics, it, you really don't, it's, Mm -hmm. you don't think of them like that. It's like statistics. It's, you know, so we're going to talk about that because I think, um, I think you're going to value the numbers that you have a lot more after listening to this episode and you're going to feel more encouraged and motivated when you're sharing um, with them. So I hope you'll join us next time for that. Mm -hmm. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Exponent Podcast. Our original theme was written by A Walker Spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner. And if you like The Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. 
And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com. 